Smarties, we are back today with another business series episode. Today, we are talking about business workflows, and we use the podcast as our example. We discuss how having workflows specifically allows us to free up time for ourselves, allows us to teach other people how to do all the things, and creates simplicity for our teams and for our clients. If you are interested in working on workflows in your business, whether you're getting started or whether you already are in the thick of it, we would be really excited to coach with you. Feel free to reach out to us at Rachel and Steph at LearnSmarterPodcast.com. We love talking about this and let's dig in. You want to learn faster, but sometimes working harder is just not the answer you have to learn smarter the educational therapy podcast hi smarties welcome to episode 292 of learn smarter the educational therapy podcast i'm stephanie pitts and i'm rachel gap and today we're talking about workflows yes and it is because of business workflows that in a few days you and i are having a spa day that is true. <laughs> so if you've been a longtime listener of the podcast, you know that when we hit milestones, whether it's in the business or personally or podcast, yeah, on the podcast, yep, we try to do a spa day. And Steph, I think it's been a few years. There were some COVID situations. And then some baby situations on my end babies yeah babies so we're gonna do it upright on thursday and i'm excited we are you know what the last time i really remember us going to the spa was santa monica no when we went to pasadena really and it was right before covid it could be but we are long overdue We probably booked this, what, six weeks ago? At least, yeah. We spent at least 45 minutes of the time that we set aside for the podcast to call spas (laughs) and get our questions answered and find a date. And I actually think it probably took longer than 45 minutes because we really did a deep dive on the different treatments. We had questions. Well, we had to choose the spa first. But I had a spa in mind. You did, but we had a couple. Yeah, we had a couple that we had to deep dive into. (laughs) And I love a good deep dive, guys. Listen, I'll deep dive on a spa and a restaurant any day. Like, tell me about a restaurant. I will read that menu. (laughs) It is things like workflows that allow us to step away and get everything mobilized so that we don't have to work on Thursday. We don't have to work on Thursday and we're not recording. Oh, that's right. Because we wanted to go on that day, I had to reschedule one of my son's pediatrician appointments. I think I did that during our time, too. Yes. And all's well. Because of workflows, we knew and could anticipate that we wouldn't be recording the second day this week like we usually do. Because I have to take Owen for a regular appointment. Yeah. Right, exactly. So that then we can go to the spa. See, so workflows. I mean, (laughs) I love a good scan and plan. You know that. So (laughs) there it is. And it's glory. 
We'll be posting a picture for sure. Oh, yeah. For sure. So, Steph, what are workflows? So, I think this is a really broad question, but a workflow is a sequence of how things play out or events or order of things that need to happen in order to make something else happen. Workflows, it's kind of the flow of anything that you need to get done. But since we're specifically talking about work and the podcast, we're going to take the work lens, but just know that these flows exist in school as well. Of course. And just to give you kind of the layout for this episode, we're going to talk about why it's important. And then we're going to share some of the workflows of this podcast so you can get some ideas about what we're talking about and hopefully take an opportunity to look at your workflows from a broader perspective, from like a step back. And then we'll also talk about some workflows that every educational therapy practice should have and probably does have whether or not you think of them in this way these are all the things that are happening yeah for sure so why are they important they are extremely important and I will also add this that it could take time and it should take time to develop workflows to figure out what works for you there's a lot of experimentation especially in the early stages of building a business about how to do things and why to do things in a certain way and you will get better at it over time so they are important because frankly we spend not a lot of time spinning our wheels about things that we used to spin our wheels about it also allows us to know exactly what needs to happen next and it also lets our clients know what's going to happen next and like we said it helps us establish free time important this is huge a workflow allows us to teach other people Mm -hmm. I cannot tell you how often when I'm coaching other business owners Steph that we talk about Not only how to hire someone to support the work that you're doing, but how they can support the work that that individual is doing. Really, a good, strong, defined workflow will create simplicity for your team behind the scenes. And also, there are ways to have workflows forward-facing with your clients as well. Yeah, and I was going to say, I think the metacognition of actually acknowledging the workflow When I think back to when we first started and we were creating these workflows, but we didn't, and we'd have them in our mind, but it wasn't something that was written out or documented in any way, or we weren't thinking of it as a workflow, just like, okay, what happens next? Like it was more reactive instead of proactive. Completely. And so I think taking a moment, and if you're listening to this and you're not a business owner, this applies to life as well. Yes. And so making sure that you are creating workflows for anything like, how about you decide to go on a date night and you need to get a sitter? Like, there's a flow for that. Who do you call first? Who do you call second? Who do you call third? You know, where do you put it? All of those types of moments are workflows. Mm -hmm. But just being really conscious of it can help. I couldn't agree more. That's why when we came up with the idea of this episode, we're like, how do we even 
tackle it. So we're tackling it sort of from a broader perspective, but let's give an example of workflows within the podcast. So I know I have said many times when I'm out in the real world, living my real life, when people find out about the podcast and ask me about it, like you can ask me any questions, but do not ask me how it gets onto your phone because I have no idea. (laughs) I've never seen the back end of it. I don't know. I don't care to know. That's all you and Pierce and Katrina, right? Mm -hmm. But there are workflows that we have put in place around the podcast that has made it. I mean, we're on episode 292. This is so much Less work. Less work. (laughs) It is so simple for us to do the podcast at this point. And it took us nine months to launch. When do you feel like the podcast got simple, Steph? It's funny that you say that because actually last night I went on my computer and I actually deleted about 10 versions of episode one. (laughs) Why do you still have that on your computer? Because I never ran out of space, so I never needed to deal with it. So I dealt with it last night. Yeah. Did you listen to it? Absolutely not. There's no part of me that needs to listen to me clunking over my words on saying the intro, for instance, because I used to have to read it. I couldn't remember it. Now it just flows and I say it the same every time. Although maybe one day I'll change it up. You mean the intro itself? Like the high school yeah. Well, yeah, yeah. I used okay. to have to I used to have to read it because I would trip over my words. I couldn't speak like a normal human being. <laughs> Somehow talking to a microphone changed everything. But regardless, I think it's gone in stages as we have figured out and changed what programs we're using and figured out what has worked and what hasn't. But I would say a good over 100 episodes before it started to really feel like... (laughs) I think you're right. Also, I think when you handed off like publishing the episode that was so much better for you freeing to not have to be responsible for it every monday so it would come out on tuesday so yes let's talk about the workflow how it goes from idea to episode on people's phones yeah (laughs) so the first thing is that We have our ideas all in one place, and you and I, we did it a couple of different ways before we landed on Trello, which is our project management tool that we use for the podcast. So the first thing we do is we have the idea, and the idea has to be documented somewhere. We went through a couple of different ways of documenting these ideas before we landed on our project management tool Trello. Yeah. Which we share the board. Which we love. Love Trello. We've talked about it in the past. For sure, we talk about it in Learn Smarter Pro, our group coaching program. Yeah. And Steph famously has a Trello board for packing. I now have a Trello board for packing. Because it's a game changer. It's a game changer, especially with like babies. And like, I don't remember what I took when Elliot was like Owen's age and we were leaving the, you know, so it's like nice to have it documented there. And then, cause then I don't have to reinvent the wheel, which is why a workflow is awesome. So we have the idea and then we have set aside time on our calendars twice a week where we know we're meeting. Mm-hmm. That's always a fluid situation though. Wouldn't you agree, Steph? Yeah. Whether or not we actually meet twice a week is always a fluid situation. And there's sometimes that we meet more and sometimes, yeah, we do indeed meet less 
or fewer fewer times we meet more when i'm pregnant and we're trying to get ahead right yeah uh-huh. yeah uh-huh. <laughs> we just brace ourselves but now even figuring out that workflow was easier the second time for sure we didn't have to like think about it yeah yeah it was just we knew what we were gonna do then we have a google doc template that gets created and once we decide what episode is going to be what we have a format the way we write the episode title all lives in a specific place and then we write the episode writing looks different now than it did 292 episodes ago and then we record but even our recording has a workflow we record on zoom we record in our garage band we have to have the google doc open in front of us we have a rhythm where it lives after we record it how we save it how we export it uploading it into dropbox so pierce can get our files pierce is our editor our longtime, our only editor yeah and also creator of the podcast art and the episode art and then we're sure that his workflow has gotten simpler over time too he's done 292 episodes with us i'm sure he's listening to this and nodding in new york and then what happens then pierce edits it then it gets sent back to us i don't look at those emails uh-huh uh-huh and then what happens from there stuff because again once i upload it i'm done Yes. Oh, I should say that I write the show notes. Once we get it back, Katrina takes over, goes into the podcast website and uploads it and puts everything where it needs to go so that it schedules to go out on time every Tuesday. And I should say the other part of the workflows are organizing the calendar of when things are and when we're recording them and all of that. That's my workflow. Yep. I think there was a period of time where I was doing more of the Google Calendar management of the episodes, and then you took over and we're doing it better, and I'm like, well, I don't want to do it anyway, so you do it. Everybody's got their flow, and everybody knows their lane, and it just follows the workflow, and then it goes from idea all the way to finished product. Years. So what workflows do you need in an educational therapy practice? There are a lot. We have a lot of documented workflows. We've been doing this a really long time. We have ways of doing things. But the simplest level for an educational therapy practice that is just starting out, there are three big workflows. The first from a business perspective, not from a case management perspective, which by the way, case management can have workflows as well. But the first is the onboarding process. The second workflow is the billing process. And the third is offboarding. So when the relationship with the client ends, and that is and should be a workflow as well. Yeah. It directly links to so much of what we do and how we work in terms of like knowing when we're doing something. Yeah. Right. And like it's linked up to our calendars and we have space for all these flows in our calendars. The intentionality of a workflow is so important. And, you know, we have workflows with our clients. We teach them workflows. We look at all the different ways that when you're intentional, it becomes very clear and easy. And that's like what we're teaching them. 
right? And to have a workflow with their homework, for instance. So I want to say a workflow is an executive functioning little gold nugget. It just makes everything better. Couldn't agree more. I think you're right in saying we need to be intentional about our time. And you were 100% spot on earlier when you said it takes us out of being reactive and into being proactive, which is something and it is a value that we teach the learners that we work with. We teach the business owners and the people who coach with us, that we teach our team members, how do we stay proactive and not reactive? And we need to be looking at that globally. Lots and lots and lots of business owners are in the weeds where they are only able to be reactive all days. And through things like coaching with us, you can move yourself into a completely different mindset. Yeah. And experience. And it's lovely. Yeah. I love the work that we get to do. Yeah, I agreed. It's good times. If you are interested in coaching with us, hit us up. Our email is Rachel and Steph at LearnSmarterPodcast.com. You can coach with one of us. You can coach with both of us. Lots of different options. And we do have a couple of coaching spots currently available. So feel free to reach out. Yeah. Looking forward to hearing from you. Have a great week. Have a great week. 